Welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome gentlemen and ladies Another week, another opportunity to be great and work on your mental This is Medicine Ball, I am LS3 And let that be drop That's right, welcome, welcome, welcome Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact And if you aren't in shape, at least your brain should be We focusing on giving your brain a six pack That's right, working out your mental and your brain and how you see things. Now, if you're new to this station, I'm no doctor, I'm no psychiatrist, I'm no psychologist. I am, however, someone who has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder one for 15 years and dealing with therapists, different medications and the mental health illness and all. I have an interesting insight and I have changed my perspective. So hopefully I can help you guys to do the same. Now, whether you're somebody who deals with a mental health illness, or maybe you have one and don't want to talk about it, or you're not sure what's going on. This is your place. This is your family to talk about that and all topics and ideas are related to mental health and how you think and bettering it. Now, you already know if you chose to be here today with me, I appreciate that. And I never, ever, ever take that lightly, man. So let's get it popping, man. Now this week, We're going to talk about the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind and everything in between. That's right. So this week's podcast is titled The Matrix. Cliche, cliche, I know, but y'all rock with me. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to put it together so we can exercise that brain and become a better person. Let's get it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, man. Welcome, man. I'd like to first take a shout out and uh, tell you guys I appreciate everybody who's been reaching out uh, to me and asking me questions. Um. I can get a little bit overwhelmed and things get fooling, but hey, that's part of medicine ball. And what you guys don't realize is that by doing this podcast and explaining to you some of the tips, tricks, and methods that I use, it helps me. It's another way to exercise my mind, so I appreciate that. Really quick, I do have a medicine ball Twitter. You could go follow that at LS3Ball. I have the medicine ball fan page, Uh, well, not fan page, but the group page if you want to Click on that and be able to be linked real quick to mental health facts, uh, topics surrounding mental health resources, as well as my podcast and exclusives. Go follow the page, man. It's a medicine ball, man. Um, You guys can find me on Twitter. I always said that Facebook as well under uh, LS3 Medicine Ball and just continue to reach out. Um, I'm about to open up some giveaways, which is really awesome. Uh, That's going to be everything from exclusive electronics to exclusive uh, clothing and sportswear and much more man so keep it coming man and support reach out to me if you ever need anything i am available on all platforms so pretty much anything you if you have a phone or a computer i'm available on an app that is accessible to you very easily all right so go ahead if you go and you're listening to this on a podcast um click subscribe go ahead and subscribe to it so you can automatically get new episodes or if you're linking listening to a link that i sent you or something Go find it on the podcast. It's very accessible. It's very visible now. I've been doing a lot of work with that. Continue to reach out. We're going to keep walking. Also, thank you to everybody who reached out and let me know that my new mic sounds very, very good. I appreciate that. I was worried about it. And um, we have family, man. We're building up something big here. And it's going to only get deeper, man. This is going to be a support system and a place where you can go and get unbiased facts from people who actually live this thing. Whether you're dealing with a mental health illness or some type of depression or anxiety. If we all come together and share our stories chances are we are a lot more relatable to each other than somebody who maybe doesn't deal with that so let's continue to build that up man if you see somebody post something on facebook or twitter and it looks kind of cryptic you don't have to do much just drop the link to the podcast and let them kind of poke around because the first step is you got to want to do something 
right? And that's the main thing that I realized when doing this podcast. A lot of people, it's not cool. It's not fashionable. It's not trendy to be someone dealing with depression or anxiety, even though a lot of people are dealing with that. So that's why I'm here, man. I don't mind putting myself out for that, but we're going to come together. We're going to continue to make this thing big. And I thank y'all. I got some stuff coming from y'all, merch, everything. All right. So let's get right into it. The Matrix, The Matrix. So I had a lot of problem coming up with this name. Um, I didn't want to be cliche, and I feel like a lot of people use it, and they kind of talk about the red and blue pill, but they don't really understand what they're saying. They kind of get the concept of there being two different realities or two different ideas, and it starts to scratch the surface, but since that is something everybody's familiar with, I want to start there. The Matrix, the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind. So, for the sake of this podcast, the subconscious mind is going to be referred to as the red pill. Conscious mind is the blue pill. So, the first thing I'm going to do is explain the difference, man. The blue pill, the conscious mind. The conscious mind is what you use to do voluntary actions. Um, it's something that's intentional. And the conscious mind is often known as the gatekeeper when it comes to thinking and how your mind works. And let me explain that. Um... If someone were to tell you, you know, maybe you're not smart, you may hear that. But before you pass that on to your subconscious to believe it, your conscious mind, the gatekeeper, is going to chop that up and be like, no, I, I don't believe that. I don't accept that. And you're not going to give a real thought about it. Now, that could vary depending on who it's coming from and when it's given and what information it's giving. But it's the same type of thing. Right. So it's like. Something that you do that you're aware of, you're aware of. Um, and I've seen somebody describe it as being like the tip of the iceberg in this sense. The conscious mind is that piece of the iceberg that you can see above the water that's out there and it looks pretty big and it's visible. The subconscious mind is everything that's under the water. The rest of the iceberg that is actually big and more immense and more detailed than you may see or know about when it scratched the surface. So the conscious mind, the blue pill. Um, voluntary actions, intentional things. Maybe you grab a drink. Maybe you get up and walk somewhere. Uh, you know, it's something that you're doing and you're aware of that you're doing it and it's rational. It's something that is done knowingly. Tip of the iceberg, right? All right. The red pill, subconscious mind. That is like your involuntary actions, your instinct. For example, your cells are reproducing right now in your body. That's not something you're concentrating and saying, okay, cells reproduce. I may have broken a bone. Oh, bone reproduce. No, that's something that's dubbed subconsciously. Cells reproducing, hair growing. Uh, that's where your beliefs and your core values and things that are deeply rooted that you believe in are stored in that subconscious. So it's involuntary. It's instinct. And a majority of the time, the subconscious, another important thing for it and another uh, idea for it is there are actually things that are hidden from your awareness so maybe something that you want to hide from your awareness maybe you may have an eating problem or a compulsive problem or something like that and you don't acknowledge it consciously it's stored in your subconscious man so that's very important because it's something that's operating behind the scenes that you might not necessarily see but it's doing a lot of work behind the scenes so when it comes to this idea of Keanu Reeves and Neo think of that as that's you you're you're that's us that's the common person the thing that makes him different is he's offered a choice that most people aren't offered so your conscious mind 
the blue pill is this reality that you create and it's very superficial and it's just something that's based on your senses and how you actively and with intentions want to perceive it. So when you're living in the world and, you know, um, I don't know, maybe you're acting like things are OK when they're not or maybe you're able to look at something on social media or hear the news say something and totally buy it for what it is and you're content with that. That's like, you know, taking that blue pill. You're, you're, you're just like, hey, I'm, this is the conscious world. This is the world that I'm aware of. This is the world that I'm able to easily interact with, which is easy because it's easy to accept. It's acceptable. And a lot of times we dumb it down so that we're able to deal with it in a way that's, you know, beneficial for us or helpful for us. Now, here's the thing with the subconscious, the red pill. That's literally a tough pill to swallow. You see what I did there? Tough pill to swallow. Literally a tough pill to swallow because it's going to open up some deep things that maybe you don't want to address. So, for instance, um Neo when he first took uh the the the, the pill to open the subconscious or, you know, the red pill, he didn't know how to fight. He didn't know how to do anything. He didn't understand what was really going on. He had a hard time believing that this is the reality and things of like uh, of that nature. He was just out of whack because he was so used to dealing with things on the conscious level or on the level of the blue pill that when you have to come down to the subconscious and that takes effort and you're diving into some things that really hit home with you, that can be overwhelming. And that's kind of why I want to use the film to relate to that. That's what's happening with that. So that's what we're talking about. There's two different realities almost. The two different realities. If you're somebody who, you know, maybe uh, deep down, say for instance, deep down, you don't think you're an attractive person. If somebody who's attractive tries to talk to you, that thing in your mind that makes you doubt it or might ultimately lead to you messing that situation up with that person or something like that, that's your subconscious. That's it coming out and it will spill over from time to time. And there are situations where you can't control it. Now, this egg, I wanted to close this egg with this idea, the meditation thing. Let me tell you why meditation is so important. And one of the key ideas that I'm able to grasp from that meditation. And again, I'm not a guru or anything, but I'm somebody who takes it seriously is that's one of the few situations where something that can be controlled or usually is controlled subconsciously you can't control it what do i mean by that when you're asleep are you telling yourself to breathe no but when you meditate you can control your breathing and that's the thing i understand so the idea and the reason why i feel like meditation is so important especially for somebody like me who can get racing thoughts or get anxiety or get depressed is because it levels you out it puts you in a way to where hey Here's something subconscious. Here's something that's in my subconscious that's normally hard to unlock that I have a little bit of control over. So as you build upon that, it's just like Neo in the Matrix when he starts getting downloaded files and realize, holy crap, I know Kung Fu just like that. I never knew anything about it. Wow, I'm really able to slow down time. I'm really able to stop bullets. When you meditate, when you breathe, it is an instance of controlling something that is normally controlled by your subconscious think about that for a second you could concentrate as hard as you can i mean it may be some people out there but you can concentrate as hard as you can you're not going to be able to force your hair to grow at will because that's something that happens subconsciously or not in your conscious mind or not with intent it's something that your body takes care of 
breathing and meditation, and I want people to understand this, especially if you're somebody who has an issue with meditation or think it's too hard, you're cracking into that subconscious. All right. So I want you all to keep in that in idea. So that's what we talked in this seg. We talked about the difference between the conscious mind, the blue pill and the subconscious mind, the red pill. And the idea is the conscious mind is things that you do uh, voluntary. You, you do it yourself. You do it with intent. It's done aware that you're doing it versus the subconscious, which is something that's not always done. A majority of the time is done without your awareness, without you having to tell it to happen. All right. Keep that in mind, man. I know it's a lot to handle, but I'm going to show you in this next seg, these next segs coming up, how affirmations play into this, how patterns, how people who constantly speak positive, how it can play into that, how it uh, succeeds and how it fails and what can cause it to fail and what's the difference. All right. So medicine ball with your boy LS3. We got through that seg. Check this beat out, man. And we're going to be right back. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome back. Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. If you're in this shape, at least your brain should be. Hey, hey, that's right. We focusing on giving your brain a six pack, man. Today's episode, we're talking about the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind and relating it to the movie, The Matrix, and how one could be like the red pill and one could be like the blue now, in that first seg, we talked about the general difference, such as uh, one of them being voluntary versus the other one being involuntary. One of them being an act that you're aware of versus one of them being something that you're not necessarily always aware of. So let's bring it right back. Okay, man, conditioning the mind. So look, listen, let me break this down real quick because this episode can get really drawn out and I could get really detailed with it, but... I ain't trying to overload you too much, work your brain out too much, man. So let me kind of give it, give you an idea, right? So listen, I'm going to tell you why the subconscious mind is so powerful and why it's something that we need to focus on being aware of. And not even if you can necessarily control it, but just being focused on the idea. Now, let me put it to you like this. Subconsciously, your body can generate cells heal broken bones and those type of things without you having it to tell it to. And those are miraculous type things. So imagine if you could get your subconscious mind to do or put you in a situation to get the things that you want accomplished. Let me explain. Imagine that you could get down and to your subconscious mind, implement the idea of you being successful, right? You put in that into your subconscious that you be successful. That same subconscious that can reproduce cells or help you to breathe or 
heal broken bones, do you not think that it's powerful enough to make you start looking at things a different way that's going to lead you to success? Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Something that you don't have to tell your body to do, such as healing yourself, something that miraculous. What if you could put that same idea of being successful or being wealthy or dealing with anger or dealing with depression down into your subconscious? That's a powerful thing when you think about it. Now, here's the first thing. You must convince the gatekeeper through logic and that's the only way you'll be able to access your subconscious. So what I mean is that your aware mind, your conscious mind is going to kind of fight the idea of you being able to just put in your subconscious that you could be successful or deal with adversity because it sounds too easy. It sounds too good to be true. So that's what we're talking about in this egg. You have to start conditioning the mind in order to take care of these uh, in order to make these things happen. Now, me personally, I am a living proof. Now, nothing too crazy. I can't fly or anything like that, but I'm definitely able to see myself thinking on a whole different level. I have conversations with people that they can't have with their own mother. Um, I'm able to immediately analyze quicker situations where I might be angry and what I could do differently. And it's just a little powerful thing. Even with my podcast, I meditated on that. That's something I truly believe in. Even now, I truly believe in this and the message that I'm getting across. And that gives me that extra push on those days where I don't want to do anything. It just happens. I don't know what to explain it. Some days, uh, if I have a really deep meditating or really deep focusing on subconsciously being successful, I'll wake up and I'll just be so motivated and so inspired. And I know it's because I'm sowing that seed. It's kind of like when people say, uh, when you pray. Even when you pray, you sow a seed. You have to plant that idea. But not only do you have to plant that idea, you have to believe in it. And that's where we get into conditioning the mind. So the first thing is you got to convince the conscious mind through logic to accept things that you want the subconscious mind to catch or things to pass on to the subconscious. Now, the subconscious is like an autopilot. We talked about this in the first seg, but there are ways to access your subconscious easier. And this goes back to the movie. Turns out um, when you're tired or when you're asleep, you're not aware or you're in a drowsy state. Those are the times when it's easiest for you to pass information and ideas onto your subconscious, i.e. meditation. Even in the movie The Matrix, I feel like them plugging in something into their head was kind of like the idea of them being in a drowsy state in order to bypass the conscious mind, the gatekeeper, so they can see everything for what it is. So it is something that can be done through practice. And I mean, whatever you want to focus on, whether you want to focus on patience, whether you want to focus on that new house or that new car, it works similar to the same way as sowing seeds. And uh, what I was speaking about at the end of seg one is a lot of people do these affirmations and they do this, hey, you got to always think positive so positive things happen. That does work, but only if you truly believe it 110% as you're doing it. For instance, if you're doing affirmations on something and you're kind of just going through the motions, going through the process, it's not going to pass on successfully the way that you think it is. Because you first have to really believe it. Trust me, your body believes that when you break a bone, it can heal it. You need that type of belief in what you're doing in order to get it to pass on to the subconscious. Imagine you getting an injury and your body and your subconscious is like, eh, 
okay, I'm going to try to heal myself. You know, I kind of believe I can do it. And what? No, your body does that no matter what. It's nothing that can be stopped or told to your body outside of something else that's um, on a, you know, by biological level or something like that we're not going to go that deep but that's going to stop your body for instance if you break your bone you're not going to be able to be like um uh hey body your body's not going to be like hey maybe i can fix this bone. no your survival depends on it so you have to have that same belief so when you do these affirmations and when you do this constant positive thinking the people who say that doesn't work they are right in the sense that if it doesn't work you're not really believing it and i know it sounds so easy but it's just like you never know. You, you you feel me? I'm always one of those people who kind of think, and I don't want to go too far out on a limb, but like if you were born and from your born the day you were born, if people were to tell you, hey, you could fly. And we're able to show you in some way humans flying from the day you were born, you that's all you know, would you be able to fly? And if you doubt it, that's your conscious mind. So that's the idea about it. So just like Neo in the Matrix, man, once things start happening, try something, uh, uh, you, you, you know, uh, lower level, something that's easier for you to believe in, something for easier to like, don't jump to, hey, I'm about to try to believe and to, especially if you're a person who's not into meditation, you're not into being self-aware of how you are and how you deal with. And remember, this is medicine ball. And the beautiful thing is, as we even talk about these topics and these ideas, everything goes back to being aware of your mental health and ways to work it out. So even if you're not one of these people who meditate and whatnot, you don't want to jump to being like, yo, I want this mansion. Oh, I didn't work. It didn't. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You have to believe and know. Now, here's the thing. Also, you got to put in some work. You have to put in the work, and that's the thing that I understand as well. You have to put in the work, but here's the thing behind it. With you controlling your subconscious, that will help make the work easier. So in the Matrix, Neo still had to fight, but because he was in control of his subconscious, they could just download the Kung Fu files straight to his head. You know, um, the woman, I can't, Trinity, uh, didn't know how to fly the Apache helicopter. You know, I mean, she still had to fly it, you know, but downloading it to the brain it's kind of like making it easier so when he goes from you know being kind of a wimp no control which is what i want you guys to think about with the with the matrix movie and what we're talking about no control of your subconscious so a wimp in that in that aspect to just being the man the one it started with small things twisting the spoon you remember she just wanted him to twist the spoon and i don't want to get too far out on a limb with it you know some things I don't even want to approach the idea is you got to start believing in something and doing something and getting a genuine want to put in that effort to see some results. So whether it be meditation, uh, whether it be conditioning the mind, you have to put in some effort. So I'm going to throw out two quick things that I know that uh, can help for most of you people. Um, one of them is very easy, and that's visualization, envisioning something, because that's a tough word. I'm not even going to lie. I had to practice that first visualizing something you know why and we will continue as the podcast goes on to go down into these different levels of understanding and how it works but it's like imagery is very powerful uh you know um even when it comes to magic and things of that nature if the eye see it and the, and, and the brain can see it and your ears can hear it the mind will believe it and that is true but you can't have a light visual of what you want to do for instance with this podcast, I have very specific 
visions, such as how many subscribers, things I want to do, such as talking to kids at this school, talking to this demographic. At first, it used to be like, hey, I want to reach out to people and get my voice heard. That would have been me maybe like a year or two years ago. And I think feel like a lot of people do that, but it goes into an effort thing. Spend time, be detailed. You have to be able to be able to see a detailed plan or something that logically makes sense. The thing is, you're kind of tricking your way around your conscious mind, which is going to put that fear, negativity and doubt and things of those nature. Visualization. If you can sit down and you can see it, even if you're a person who doesn't even necessarily write goals out or things like that, have a consistent visual. For instance, if you want to lose weight and you want to work out, man, you have to have a visual of you getting up and literally going to work out every day, making your prep meals. That's stuff that you have to be thinking about when you're on your downtime. When I'm on my downtime and I catch myself daydreaming, I slip it into, hey, man, I want to speak to a lot of people and they get get more detailed. And as I can see it, it becomes more and more achievable to the point that on those days when I am down or depressed, or my thoughts might be racing, it's easier to snap back. So visualization, man, you have to be able to see it. If you want to go to be a famous basketball player, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can see up being on the NBA, but no, you have to be able to see you beating everybody in sprints, you balling on your elementary level, working hard, going to your college level. That is very powerful. Imagery is a way. That And the other thing is, while you're doing these visualizations, the more detailed you get into thinking about it, you're letting your guard down of your conscious mind so you can pass these ideas onto your subconscious mind that much more easier. Because remember, that's like the main thing that I've come to realize in doing research. Drowsy being in kind of a drowsy state, it lets your conscious mind down, okay? So visualization. The next thing is, and I'm big on this all the time, but pattern building. Good habit building. Let me explain. And this is something else that I practice. So not often do you get an opportunity to start something that you're not used to fresh and new and build a habit. So just like you build those bad habits at one point, if you bite your fingernails, you weren't biting your fingernails. You had to consistently continue to do that. So what I do is I call it pattern building. You look for little positive things. For instance, with me, it could be something as simple as practicing my Spanish every day. And it goes from building a pattern of practicing it and making sure that I complete it by the end of the day. That's a positive habit that you're building and build off of those situations to put yourself in a train of mind to logically start shifting your conscious. Because remember, your conscious is going to look at things layman's terms. So you saying, hey, I'm going to be successful and rich. Your subconscious mind, if you're not already there, is going to be like, even though you might not want to say it's going to be like, nah, bro, you're not just going to happen like that. But when you start conditioning yourself and pointing out and focusing on good patterns, for instance, uh, when I had my last job, right, as soon as I started, I kind of thought about the idea like, hey, it starts by being one minute late. And then you do that a couple of days in a row or maybe clocking in a little bit late or maybe not riding out. So I was like, yo, let me build these good patterns. Let me make sure I clock in early. Let me make sure that I've run through the uh, tape when it comes to finishing my shift. And you start building those patterns and it, y'all, you guys know how I am if you follow my podcast about taking advantage of your easy victories. Build those patterns. Start with something like that. And then you're putting your mind in, an, in, in, a, in a category, your conscious mind into a category to be more acceptive of the ideas and the things that you're implementing. Now, here's the beautiful thing about it, because it's just like that. It's, it's like Neo. You know, once you do that first time, once you realize, hey, oh, my gosh, it was that easy for me to learn this kung fu and dodge bullets. 
your brain, that's the idea behind building these good patterns and be, building good habits. You're evolving yourself and being good and, and making habits of doing good things. Habits aren't always bad. They just have a bad connotation associated with them. Or if you put bad at the beginning, nobody talks about good habits. There's plenty of good habits that we don't take care of every day. If you get up and brush your teeth every day, that's a good habit. If you're taking a shower when you smell or before you smell, that's a good habit. You need to look at things in life and build those same habits, whether it be, say, $5 over if you're struggling with money. Let's build those habits, man. Those two things there will put you into the proper mind frame and start conditioning your mind to be able to really dive into your subconscious and have control on it, similar to Neo in the Matrix. Then you will be able to, in a sense, dodge bullets. In a sense, take on anybody or anything. It will happen. All right. So that was the second seg, man. And I know it was very, very, very detailed. But hey, I had to do what I had to do, man. We're talking about the subconscious mind versus the conscious, man. First seg, we talked about the difference. This seg, we talked about conditioning it and why it can be so helpful and such an asset to you. Next seg, we're going to talk about bringing it all together, including me giving you guys an interesting insight on my whole take on the ending of the matrix and what that really meant. All right, about to blow your mind, man. Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. Check this beat, and I'll be right back with you. Yeah, yeah. Medicine Ball with your boy LS3, focusing on giving your brain a six-pack. That's right, working out your brain, focusing on mental health and the ideas are behind it. Hey, let that ride. Hey, welcome back, man. So we bringing it all together, man. We bringing it all together. So um, one thing I find people ask or look for whenever they're doing something new is some kind of hint some kind of tip some type of clue some kind of hope that it's working and i feel like a lot of people in our society today is just based on seeing results and not only seeing results but seeing them in a glaring very very big way so for instance if you were to meditate for a week i feel like the average person and after that week they were still to get angry one time they're gonna give it up they're not going to buy into it, man. So I'm going to help y'all out with that. We're going to bring it all together. So once you're able to control putting things into your subconscious and the beauty of them working behind the scenes, even when you're not necessarily thinking about it, because that's what this is about. Bringing it all together for y'all. That's what this is about, man. It's about an idea of your successes and your uh, accomplishments and your goals and your hard work and things working on autopilot behind the scenes. And that's what we want to do, the subconscious. So even though you may not be consciously thinking about ideas, your energy and your subconscious of being successful is going to put you into the right predicaments and open your eyes to things that will line you up with that. So. What happens when that happens, man? You feel like Neo, you're strong, you're, 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 you're confident. And let me go ahead and, and, and give you guys some things that you will see 
that will show that you're coming better with understanding yourself in the mind and the subconscious and conscious. The first thing it is just like Neo, you will start to feel stronger. You will start to feel more confident. You will be willing to take risk. And, you know, by risk, I don't mean anything dumb, but hey, maybe that business that you never wanted to really get into, suddenly you feel like, hey, I'm going to try this. Or maybe that podcast that will put you out and let people know that you do have a mental health illness that you wanted to do. Maybe you'll actually step out there and let it be known. All right. Here's the biggest thing as well, man. Your dreams and your goals will start to feel exciting as opposed to overwhelming. This is key, whatever you're trying to deal with. So, and I'm currently in a place right now where I'm right on the edge of this because I still do get overwhelmed. I still do feel like, wow, this is a lot to take on. But some days I wake up and I'm just like, man, this is beautiful. I love it. Who can I reach out to today? Who can I help today? What platforms can I go promote on? How can I study how to work this podcast thing, man? And you will start to see that, man. You will start, I'm, I'm telling you, those things that felt overwhelming, that fear and whatnot will start exciting you. You will as well also start to sense a deeper feelings of, of inner peace, man. And um, a lot of people don't really know what that feeling is or what it feels like. Trust me, you'll know when you have it. Things don't bother you the same. You get over things quickly. You're able to express yourself in a more fluent way. You're able to kind of see things and not react to them. You Something that makes you mad, you, you'll be able to see it and get over it and deal with it, man. You, you That's very big, man. Inner peace is big, but you'll start to gather inner peace. Um, You will attract more opportunities and grow. And that's the subconscious part. Like you ever feel like you might have prayed for something and really believed it. And all of a sudden you stumbled into somebody who saw you changing your spare tire randomly on the side of the road. That's the kind of stuff that happens. And people don't stop to think about what's really going on, you know. And I think that's the other big thing. We got to take time to really see the things that's going on. You got to be patient. So those are some things that will happen. You will feel stronger and confident. You will be willing to more take more risk. And by risk, I mean doing things that, you know, um, could possibly bring you success or happiness, but you're scared of the change. Uh, your dreams and goals, if you're dealing with a business or a relationship, it'll stop being overwhelming and start becoming something exciting that you're looking forward to. I always preach that, how you should uh, start kind of looking at some adversity as an opportunity to challenge your skills, to better yourself, collect new intel. Um you will attract more opportunities. You will grow. You might come across a person you never, it, it will happen. Your inner peace will be deeper. Now, here's the biggest part, just to wrap this up of what you will feel. And this is very, very big, and I'm guilty of it too. But the fact that I'm aware of it makes me a little bit less guilty. All right, nah, but really, you got to keep going, man. Too often, we get that little spark or that little boost, and we think we made it, man. I call it, this. it's like, it, man. It's like your tax income money, right? It's like you get that little income money. You go out, you go buy you a little car. You go put a down payment on the house. And then you stop doing the work. You don't invest in it. You don't look about how you can get more money for, for that same thing the next year or anything. You stop doing the work, man. So you have to, you know, and this is my biggest thing. And this, I think, separates a lot of people is once you see success or once you become in a better situation than you were in previously, that's not when you stop. That's when you go harder, and that 
my friends, is probably the biggest part. When you start to see success, that's when you should start getting scared and running and trying to really be on top of your game. That's not the time to chill. That's not the time to relax. It's a workout plan. If you get a six-pack and abs and you don't go to the gym for two weeks and you start eating french fries and everything, guess what? You already know what's understood ain't got to be explained, man. So that's most important, man. Continue, be persistent and keep fighting. And the thing behind it is if you're somebody who's taking the time to even listen to this or even try it, you're going in the right direction because you're making an effort to man to change and, and, and be better, man. All right. So here's the thing, man. I told you guys I was going to tell you my interesting take, and it took me some time to sit down and really think about it. So I believe at one of the end of one of the movies, uh, he talks to the baby. I call it the robot baby, but it's a baby face, but it's the robot and the machines that are attacking the colonists are kind of in a limbo and they're able to have this conversation and everything is hunky dory. Let me tell you what I got from that. That is a perfect balance. That's what separates Neo from any of the previous ones that were before him. He understood that you need both of them. You need the subconscious mind control, but you do need that conscious gatekeeper. The, the metal robot baby, the quality control. The key is to find the ebb and flow, ebb and flow where you could go back and forth, where you could cross over into the world and be able to do all this kick-ass stuff you uh, learned to do with your subconscious and be able to cross back and realize, hey, both of them are necessary. A lot of people I spoke with were like, yeah, man, Neo just, you know, made the robot uh, give in because he was, so no, my dude, what's understood is not, to, doesn't necessarily need to be explained that was the subconscious and the conscious mind able to know outside of everybody else yo we got to work together in some ways let's agree to make it happen man and that's the biggest thing man all right so what's up to y'all what y'all gonna do i've given y'all a lot of information on this podcast because i want to go deep into it so i feel like i worked y'all out man i'm gonna give y'all a, a cheat episode as far as me giving you some type of mental exercise however if you've been following the podcast you should already still be working out. The idea is to work your brain out, man. You have to use it. You have to use it. So I'm not going to give you guys any workout today, but what you really should be doing if you're taking an effort is going back and some of the other things that I gave you, even taking time to explore. Yeah, you don't want to meditate, but guess what? Researching meditation and its benefits and whatnot, that's a step in the right direction. It's all about changing your perspective, man. Yo, I'm going to bring this show to a wrap. I love y'all. Remember, man, you can find me on Twitter, LS3 Ball, uh, Medicine Ball, LS3, LS3 Ball. You can find me on Facebook. You can follow the Medicine Ball uh, group, Medicine Ball page. Get straight links to exclusive contents, mental health tips for the day, life hacks when it comes to dealing with adversity and situations, as well as my podcast. Remember, if you listen to the podcast on a link, go to one of these platforms. I'm on iTunes. I'm on, you know, um, Spotify. I'm on all that good stuff, man. Just search in Medicine Ball Pop straight up. Y'all know the logo and subscribe and then use that as a tool. Maybe you know somebody. Maybe you don't need the help. You know somebody. That's a real dope way to do it. Just drop a little link. Bam. Let it be done, man. Continue to reach out to me. I do have my business email popping, which is medicineballls3 at gmail.com. You can hit me up there. Remember, you can always inbox me. All right. I appreciate y'all rocking with me, man. Today, this is Medicine Ball with your boy LS3. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. I love y'all. Let's be great. Catch you later. Yeah, yeah.